Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. We're starting a brand new series today. Stoked that you're here about this. Um, Love Sick. I am so pumped about this series. I really feel like it's one of those that is going to challenge us, but it's also going to take us to a place where we're able to do the things God has called us to. And there's these specific things that you've got to get in place in order to walk into the purpose of God for your life. But you've got to get some things in alignment. Hey, listen, if you're with me, I feel like this is one of the greatest places to be on a Sunday um, to celebrate what God's doing in our city. I love being around amazing people. It's an amazing family in here. And we put these invite cards. Let me tell you, these invite cards are powerful. I've been passing them out. Everywhere I go, I just stick them in my pocket because they're easy to carry around. You know, you can put them in your wallet or in your purse, ladies. Um, But it's super easy just to put that invite out. Let me just encourage you, be planting seeds because the harvest time is coming. And you got to plant those seeds in, in order to get a harvest. Don't expect a harvest to come without planting those seeds on purpose. So don't just uh, pass up opportunities. Man, have, we've made these invite cards because it's easy. It's easy seed. You can spread it like, you know, you can make it rain, you know. (laughs) Go to your work and just make it rain. People get hit by cards. What was that? Just make it rain, baby. This is your invite, you know. (laughs) But but just uh, set it up on purpose. I'm excited for for what God's going to do through me, right. I'm not just excited for what God's going to do. I'm excited for what he's going to do through me, through my wife, through my kids. And we're doing things on purpose. This is the year where it's my city, my time. We're claiming a territory. Everywhere we go, we are planting seed on purpose because we know if we plant, we will harvest. So we plant. Everywhere we go, we do things on purpose. We plant seed. We give financially. We set ourselves up. We do the things in place. So today I want to talk. We're going to start this thing, Love Sick. And it comes from a scripture in Revelations where he talks about uh, the people. Let's just read it to start off because it's super good. In Revelations chapter 2, verse 1, it says, To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven gold lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people and that you have, your, you, you, have taste, you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false. It's all good stuff. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name. Even in the hard times, you kept going. When you were down, you got back up. When things looked out of control, you stayed your course. Way to go. He said, but yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Today I've just entitled this day, Remember. And I think there comes a lot of times in our life where we find ourselves on the ground and not in the place where we should be. Whether this is in your marriage, whether this is, you know, in your school, in your job, 
what God has called you to do as a, a man of God or a woman of God, you find yourself in a place where you're literally on the ground and you realize, wow, I'm not where I was. I'm not at the place where I know I should be. And you've almost gotten out of your position that God has for you to be inside and working in and alive in your purpose. And so you find yourself on the ground. And today I want to talk to us about realizing our placement. You have to realize your placement in order to know where you need to be positioned. And, and so when you understand your reality right now, you can understand where you need to be going. Right? And a GPS, same thing. You put in your thing, your location. You have to know where you are, and you have to know where you want to go. It's the only way to do it. If you don't have the point of where you are, you'll never know the route you need to take to get to where you need to go. So the first thing ever in order to gain where you want to go and where you want to accomplish and what things you want to do, you have to know right now what's reality and where are you. And there's a lot of times, um, I was going to use this uh, this step ladder over here, thanks, Matt, for bringing this one. But I just want to show you because this step ladder is uh, one that we used in, in decorating and, and all the stuff when we were painting our house and all the stuff. We got this step ladder because every good house needs a step ladder, right? If you ever want to give someone a housewarming gift when they first move in, get them a step ladder, okay? <laughs> it comes in handy big time. But I remember this, this step ladder. You can see it's covered in paint. I was remembering back whenever we started painting our garage and we, you know, we did the installation. It was like one of those thin things. So we insulated it. We were painting it white and Ashley's parents were in town. So uh, her mother was on the ladder with this big full bucket of paint and she lifted up the paint to get the top places and the whole bucket of paint fell and went all over the garage. I mean, it was everywhere. This entire bucket of paint was all over the ladder and all over the ground. It was like globs and globs of paint everywhere on the shoes on our clothes it was everywhere and I started thinking there's a lot of times that when we look at the place of where we came from we'll see the markings because we couldn't get the paint off to tell you the truth it was everywhere it was just covered and so you can still see the marks but there's a lot of times that you can remember back to the things that happened to you and the things that you did to get to that position and placement and you can remember back to know man, that's what I did in order to accomplish the, the place where I want to be, where I want to get to. And there's a placement that God has, a relationship with him that he wants you to have. And we're going to dive into this because I'm excited for you to, to have this relationship with him because it's in that that we find our answer to everything. But I don't know if you found yourself fallen and in a place where maybe even others have noticed and have told you and have mentioned to you, man, it's not looking good for you. You're not who you used to be. And it'll be the, the people that are closest to you. Like husbands, your wives, they'll be the ones that tell you, oh, you're not the, the man I married. You're not the one I used to know. And they'll point things out and, and maybe, you know, there'll be a close friend. They'll sit you down and say, bro, what's going on? Girl, what, what was that? What are you doing? And they'll point out and know. And then you'll realize, you'll have this realization, wow, I'm not at the place I used to be. I love the story of the eagles because of where they were and where they are now. Who's going to take us to the Super Bowl? Who is this kid? I'll be honest, I didn't think the eagles were going to do that great. 
When Wentz was out, I was like, oh, it was a good little run we had. But it's over. And there might be a lot of thoughts that go in your mind that others have said or you've said to yourself or maybe, you know, how sometimes, he, you know, I don't like to blame everything on the devil because he's like this big. But like sometimes the enemy can play tricks on you and use your past to come into your mind and think, I'll never be able to get up where I used to be. I'll never be able to gain that position again. And I love this scripture because it says, hey, you've gotten a lot of things right. You've done things on purpose. You've persevered through hard times. You, you've, you've placed things right. But one thing I hold against you, you've forgotten why. It's all about the relationship with Jesus. It's all about returning to your first love. And this word lovesick literally means to long, to yearn, to desire. It's this sick with love. It's all consumed with a passion and a desire to get with God. And I wonder what would happen if we started praying, God, make us lovesick for you. I don't just want to love you. I want to be consumed with a love for you. What would happen? I don't know where you are because you, you might be in this relationship with Jesus and you've been in it for 15, 20, 30 years Maybe you're still on that journey of figuring out if you even believe in God. And you're still not sure. You're like, I don't know where I stand. And that's okay. Today I want to talk about that relationship with Jesus because it's in this relationship. When you get this right and you're close to him, it's in this relationship that all other things are cured in this relationship. But if you don't get this relationship right, all other things won't be able to line up and do it properly. Because this is what counts first, and then everything else falls second. That's why he says in the scripture, that's why God said, seek me first, and the kingdom of God first, then all these things will be added. Because if you get the relationship with me first, then I will add all these things to it. Don't chase the things, or that's where you'll stop. But if you, if you get into a relationship with me, I'll provide everything. And he talks about the golden lamp stance, and he talks about um, the golden... Um, the, he, walk, he said he, his words, who holds the seven stars. And the seven stars represents the seven churches. And he was talking to these churches that God had placed his hand on as the light to their cities and where they were. And these golden lampstands were the pastors or the angels or the people that were involved in it. And he was saying that and, and at the end, I love his line because he says, um, consider how far you fall and repent. Do the things you did at first. If you do not repent and come back to me, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Now, I want you to know this isn't a punishment thing. It's a principle thing. It's not a thing where he's like, no, no, bad, bad for not being in a relationship with me, so you lose your light. It's a principle thing that if you're close to him, his light gets inside of you and you become a light to those that you're around. But if you're not near him and his light is not inside of you, you can't shine because the light's not in there. It's not a punishment. It's a principle. You put God first and then everything else flows out of that. That's why we get this relationship with Jesus first. We got to get it number one on our priority list because when this is right, then we can serve people out of the light that's inside of us. But if we are just a church that's just serving and there's no relationship with Jesus, there's no point to what we're doing. We might as well stop. We might as well close the doors. If we're just coming in here just to get inspired and just to hear music and just to be together and have relationships, we've missed the point. 
It's not what it's about. Because Jesus came and he said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And when you're in me, I'm the only way to the Father. So when this relationship thing works with me, I make everything else work for you. And we always talk about this, and this is a great line to write in your journal. Put it down, put it on your wall. But when we prioritize his presence, he prioritizes his provision. And he says all throughout Scripture, you seek me, you find me. You praise me, I'm with you. You ask, I will give to you. So we always want to be near him because when we're near him is where the good stuff's going on. When my kids get near me and they love me and we have relationship, you know how much I want to bless them? I'm all about it. What you need? I got you. Daddy's pockets are deep. Let's go. You know, let's go to the toy store. Let's do this thing. Let's, I want to bless them and get them ready because that relationship is there. Same thing with the fathers. When we're near him and when we draw into him, it's not that he changes. It's that our perspective changes. All of a sudden, we realize who he is. And when we know who he is, the Bible says we are made in his image. So when you get to know God, you get to know yourself. You start seeing, wow, he's creative. He thinks outside the box. He spoke, and the world was born. He breathed and gave us all life. Like, what? That's dope. God is dope. And when you start realizing that, I saw the shirt, God is dope. I love that shirt, by the way. It's awesome. Somebody who didn't understand that, though, I think it was my grandma. She's like, now explain this. What does God is dope mean? Because back then, dope was a different thing, you know? But it's like these days, like, dope is cool. Like, it's like, yo, God is dope. You dope, man. Let's do this. Um, but, like, I love that because when you understand who God is, you start understanding his power and his capabilities. And you realize, wow, if God is in me, you get that scripture. If God is in me, then nothing can be impossible for me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When Christ is in me, his light is in me. And, therefore, everywhere I go, his presence follows. And where his presence is, things get done. Right? It's the favor factor. That's why we give generously because when we sow seed, we know that the harvest is coming because God is in it. When we develop that sense of knowing who God is and we climb those, that ladder to know where Jesus is, what his thoughts are, what he loves, what he desires. When we get that right, everything else flows out of that. But the first thing you have to do is realize and remember from where you've fallen. And this could be like, I remember those nights. Man, y'all, I'm going back. This is old school. But I remember those youth retreats where we were down at the altar and we're worshiping and they're playing music. And I was bawling for like hours, like two and three hours. I'm sitting at the altar just bawling and I'm, I'm in love with Jesus and I want all that he has. And I'm like, God, if I can just hear your voice, that's all I need. I just want more of you. I remember those times. But then there's other days when I wake up and it's dry and I don't, I don't really feel like praying. I don't really feel like reading my word. I don't really feel like loving people. I don't really feel like serving people. And I find myself down here and I remember those nights. I remember those days when I was in love with Jesus and I was getting after him. But I'm here. And it's in the realization that you realize your true position. But if you don't realize where you are, you'll never realize where you're supposed to be. You got to know where you are. And I want to speak to you. If you've fallen and you find yourself on the ground, pick yourself up. 
because the victory has already been won. The Super Bowl is waiting for you to rise to the occasion. And Foles, if he didn't rise, we wouldn't be here. But he rose up. And the coach said, all right, let's get our act together. Let's be aggressive. Let's take this on. The world thinks we can't do this, but we can because we stand united and we stand in victory. And so we make the change. We make the steps. We say, I'm doing the hard things. I'm training longer. I'm training harder. I'm getting in with God. I'm doing the things that count in order to gain this position. Because once you're in position, Dad, you can lead your home on purpose. Mom, you can stand up against any trial and be there for your little ones. Next generation, you can stand up in your school and be bold in God and make the steps that count. Entrepreneur, you can start businesses that are going to change the world and bring in the money for the kingdom of God. You can direct the funds of what God is doing. You can direct the movement. And when we get this thing right, we start becoming the move of God everywhere we go. Because it's not us. It's not you. It's not me. It's God in us. And we got to get that right first. So he says, one thing I hold against you, you've forsaken your first love. Forsaken your first love. Find yourself dry. So what do you do? You realize where you're at. And we're going to be talking in this series. Please don't miss it. It's going to be dope. I love it. I can't wait. We're going to be talking about those steps to take to get back to that position. But today, I just wanted to take today and just spend time realizing where we are. And maybe you need to take inventory to realize maybe you've fallen. Or maybe you're not even in this relationship with Jesus yet, and you just need to realize what that position can hold for you, the amazing relationship with Jesus. And I can't talk to you. I mean, I, I could go through the Bible and, and tell you stories about the Bible. I could tell you about things that I've been a part of. But more importantly, I, I just I want to talk to you about my experience because that's all that hold, I, I can hold true to is I've experienced Jesus. I've experienced him in my life. And I've experienced that when I'm in deep relationship with him, I realize who I am, and I can raise to the standard that he's called me because he thinks I'm a leader. I feel sometimes like I'm a follower, but he thinks I'm a leader. So when I dive into him, I realize, wow, I can lead. I'm a leader. There's people following me. I got to do this thing on purpose. And maybe you don't realize, Dad, who you are, but there's people following you. And so when you dive into God, he shows you that, and he also shows you how to lead. And students, you might be fearful, like you're like, yo, I'm a freshman. I don't know what to even do on my campus. It's all right. Dive into God. He's going to show you. Because it's in God, you find God's strategy. And that's way better than any other strategy in this world. When you dive into his principles and his promises, they are the things that are getting fulfilled because he establishes the steps of the righteous and those who follow him. Today I want to take a moment, and if you would, just grab a bucket or if you have a pen, grab a pen. You need a pen right now. And I would love to spend this week remembering from where we've fallen and and get back to the place where God is alive. Hey, I love this church. I love being a part of change, and I can't wait. I can't wait for the moment where we all are coming alive to our purpose even more so than we can ever imagine now. How many feel like God is doing something great this year in your life already? Come on. But we're not stopping there, right? Because maybe we've taken a step, but we ain't stopping there because there's another step. And so we're diving in even more. We're not settling for where we are. We're always going further. And I'm stoked for it because God is going to do something great in your family, 
God's going to do something great in your life. And I'm excited about it. So take the pen, if you would, just write on your wrist the word love so you can read it. Not everybody else. This is for you. Write the word love. Because God is love. And our pursuit of him isn't all about an emotional thing. Right? It's about a decision. And a lot of times love doesn't just happen. And if you've been in a marriage for longer than a year, you realize this. Love doesn't just happen. It's a decision you make. When Jesus went to the cross, it wasn't that he was like googly inside for the cross and all the pain that was going to come. He wasn't, he wasn't cheering and going crazy for it. It was a decision he made to love. And he showed us this is what true love is. He said, this is what it is. Lay your life down for those around you. And so we do that. So write the word love. And every time you see it this week, I want you to remember, just dive in. Where am I at? Where do I want to go? Love. I'm pursuing love. I'm pursuing you, God. And just maybe even say a simple prayer. God, put that passion in me. Make me love sick for you. Make me love sick. And all this, this journey, at the end of the, this series, I would love for all of us just to be a normal. That's our normal all day long. We're like, God, make us more passionate for you. Show us more things. And I guarantee you, as you go throughout your day, you're going to realize new opportunities. You're going to realize who you are. You're going to realize, man, the amazing adventure that you're on and the calling that God has for your life because your perspective is showing you your purpose. And so you get on in alignment with what he's doing. You remember, say, God, I remember I have fallen, and that's okay because I'm going to pick myself up, and I'm going to go. I'm going to accept your victory that you have in my life, and I'm going to get back up. I'm going to go after you. I'm going to search after you. I'm going to seek after you. I'm going to pray day in, day out. I'm going to dive into who you are and get with you because you are the answer to all things. Would you stand to your feet with me? I want to pray for you today that God would just pour out his spirit on you and, and really empower you to do this week on purpose. So after we win the Super Bowl tonight, this week, we're not only going to win the Super Bowl, but we're going to win in the victory of knowing who we are and acting out in who we are, right? I want to pray for you that God empowers you and gives you the strength and boldness and everything you need to live up to the calling that he has for you. So would you just, if you feel comfortable, just raise both hands up, just in a surrender to God. Just say, God, I, I surrender to you. I give you all that I am. And I pray that you just make me love sick for you. Just say a simple prayer. God, just, just put that passion in me. Maybe it's, it's a desire of yours. Maybe you're not even sure. But maybe you can just say even, hey, God, would you just show me that you're real? Show me that you're awesome. Show me that you're there for me. Show me that you love me. Would you dive into him right now? God, we love you so much. And we praise you for what you're doing. God, I pray for these in this room. You would empower them, give them what they need to do everything you've called them to. We're not here by accident. We're here on purpose and we're doing life together. We're living this out on purpose. So God, make us lovesick. Make us consumed with a passion for you. That we would dive into you, God, in a relationship to understand who you are and understand who we are. And come alive in that. We love you, Jesus, and we trust you, God. We trust you, Jesus. We trust you, Jesus. We trust you, Jesus. We trust you, Jesus. Dive into you, God. Would you create a desire for your presence, Lord? Create a desire for your presence, Lord. Because where you are, I find hope. 
Where you are, I find strength. Where you are, I find joy. Where you are, I find me. Where you are, I find all things. Hallelujah, Jesus. Find it all in you, God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Amen. 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 I'm going to be praying for you this week. Your times with God are more intimate and awesome. And you come away empowered and just feeling like you're on top of the world. Like I, I just pray that this week is different for you. That you remember where you're at, but you don't stay there. And you really dive into who God is. You find out, wow, there's so much more to this life than I've been living so much more to this world that I haven't been taken a part of. I'm praying for you, okay? Just know that. Every morning I'm going to be waking up, I'm going to be praying for you. You'd be empowered that God would just come alive to you. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.